Jen's telling me I can't have tuberculosis because I have another wedding this weekend. Okay. <laughs> she is a powerful woman. Yeah. <laughs> no fatal diseases until after wedding season. And the home of the Welcome to episode 33 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers, and hockey on skates is in full swing. We are in the uh, second week, I believe, of the NHL season, or uh, maybe the third, maybe we just started the third week. Uh, I guess we just started the third week of the NHL season. And uh, I don't know how your team's doing, but my Rangers are doing pretty good. So, uh, you know, hey, hockey! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, how are you, James? I'm doing pretty well, Mr. Gary Maxer. How about yourself? I am doing pretty well myself. Yes, I am doing pretty well. I am a bit better rested than the last time we spoke, so that's good. Again, I want to apologize for taking last week off, but uh, due to scheduling conflicts, there was just absolutely no way we could have gotten off a podcast so you know that's on me largely and i apologize to you our great listener who uh has stayed with us and and uh is you know the biggest part of the podcast and the most important part of the podcast i feel like i let you down so uh i just want to you know extend my heartfelt apologies for that no, no, just to explain to everybody out there, and Gary is living proof that actors and actresses are indeed real people, despite what commercials say when they say that these are real people and not actors or actresses, which whatever. But uh, he's a man of many talents, is the American Rhino, so he's an actor and a thespian and a uh, set director and, and a producer and whatever else you do. It so was actually he, sound design and assistant director. Go. So, uh, yeah, for so, this particular production, that's why the Rhino Mac was being pulled in many directions. Plus, he had a wedding to go to and we were preparing for a deck hockey tournament that was supposed to be played. But whatever. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I dropped the ball I or the, the puck, as it were. Nah, 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 nah. All right. So um, I'm good. You're good. These people are overstarved for an episode of Hit the Deck, so why don't we give it to them? So let's jump right into tonight's starting lineup, and as ever, in tonight's starting lineup in goal, I am number 35, the American Rhino, Gary McComiskey, and of course, my co-host. On defense, number four, I'm James Sajazi. Yes, sir. And... We are going to have a pretty, uh, I think, uh, well, at least a partly seasonal podcast this evening. Uh, I don't think, uh, as somebody with a background in stupid radio, uh, I have done my fair share of gimmick shows. So, you know, we're not going to shove the, uh, the the spooky Halloween theme down your throat. But we do have a few tidbits that you might be interested in and just to whet your appetite for said tidbits. James, would you mind giving us what's on deck for this podcast? 
Not at all. Fantastic. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Late to the party. It took just about eight months since it was released, but I finally saw the movie Deadpool a couple of weeks ago on HBO. What does this comic book anti-hero have to do with hockey and this podcast? The American Rhino and I will gladly explain. Game Misconduct. The LIQ and Hit the Deck were very much looking forward to competing in the Rocky Sullivan's Deck Hockey Tournament. That was supposed to be held on Saturday, October 22nd. The weather, however, was not very enthusiastic about hockey at Rockies and had other plans for us instead. And have a happy hockey Halloween! Halloween is almost upon us, like the American Rhino said. So if you need any last-minute costume ideas... Gary and I have you covered with some brilliant hockey-related options. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. All right. So, Deadpool. It it took you eight months to watch Deadpool? Yep. (laughs) Uh, I went to the box for that. So, my cheap self, (laughs) yeah, I did not go to see it when it was released. I believe it came out uh, Valentine's Day. I think you're right. Yeah, it was a movie for... Really, it was a date movie. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I mean, if you've seen it, there were scenes of intimacy. Well, if you can call it that. So, uh, it really it's it's about a relationship. It's a it, it's 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 a, it's one of the you know it's like a romantic comedy, basically. You know what? It, it can be described as that. So that so, that's true. We will get into the rating later on. But right, uh, what it has to do with hockey and this podcast are the reasons being that. I'm admitting that it took me eight months to see the movie because it was so cool to be mentioned on this podcast about the references. Hmm. So, uh, and again, I apologize, but thank you to HBO for broadcasting it for us cheapies out there. You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) So, On behalf of HBO, you're welcome. Thank you, sir. So uh, there's one scene or maybe two, at least that I noticed, on the wall and I believe in the bar. There's a golden rhinoceros head hanging in the background. <laughs> so immediately, you got to think of the American rhino, Mr. Gary Mack. You don't have so, to, but, you know, well, it's, it's nice to be thought of. I did. So uh, if we had a Vezina trophy, and for anybody who's not familiar with what the Vezina trophy is, that is for the NHL most valuable goalie of the league mm. in the whole league. So only one man can win that so it's a very coveted and and well-earned uh, trophy but if the LIQ had a version of the Vezina it would have to be a golden rhino head you know it's sweet that you say that but you know the more i think about that while that would be awesome if i didn't win that i would be crushed <laughs> and, and, and really i understand but the competition is fierce because Mike and and Craig do an excellent job in yep. between the pipes. And even, so, I mean, Brad's primarily a scorer and a forward, but the few times he's strapped on the gear, he's uh, he, he's a force to be reckoned with in goal himself. So absolutely. you certainly can't discount him as like a you know a yeah, uh, a, a a defensive juggernaut in net. It yeah, he's it, Brad is the man for us. He's he's our version of the great one. Or John Tavares, since he's an Islander fan, and he's a pretty darn good player, too. So He's like yeah. uh, Babe Ruth in reverse. Really, the, the man, he could, he's a, he could do it all, and he's proven it, too. And, mm-hmm. and high praise coming from a goalie of uh, Gary Mack's stature. But, yeah, if, if you couldn't win it, I'd understand that you'd feel crushed, but it wouldn't be 
something to be ashamed of because the competition is so fierce and and Mike's really darn good. And most times, for whatever reason, I'm going against Mike, so I could definitely vouch for how tough it is to score on him. Mm. And the same thing with Craig, too. If uh, people aren't familiar with, with Craig, an interesting thing is that he uses a baseball glove as a catching glove, and he's a lefty, so I think it's not even a left-handed glove So uh, for a left-handed catching, uh, throwing player for baseball, but he's so good with it. You think you could score on him every time, and he's, you know, you know, like uh, from the Matrix or something like that. Yeah, it's unorthodox, but he really so. he does yeah, he can work magic with that glove. So yeah, so we uh, the LIQ in terms of deck hockey, we are stacked in the goalie position, but you should have the edge since you are the American Rhino. <laughs> that would give and you. <laughs> in my own defense, uh, I don't think Mike or Craig have a, a an American Rhino painted on their mask. So that's true. So if there's a bias, it's a. Com- Purely coincidental, yeah, coincidental, okay. and and blame Deadpool for it. Okay, <laughs> so. thanks, Deadpool. But Deadpool does redeem himself. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind telling us what he threatens a bad guy with. Oh well, uh, for whatever reason, they wind up in a hockey rink, uh, and he's he's trying to get information out of this goon who he has incapacitated on the ice, and and he threatens to run him over with a zamboni. Eventually. <laughs> Zambonis don't move very quickly. So, you know, he's at one end of the ice and the other guy is kind of crawling away, uh, bleeding all over the ice. And he's trying to get a. If, if you've seen the scene, it's entertaining. Yes. And any hockey fan would definitely appreciate it because we all love and appreciate the Zamboni anyway. Who doesn't love a Zamboni? You got me. I, I don't want to meet that person. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Communist. <laughs> You no, you know totally. what? I shouldn't even say that. I bet even communists love Zambonis. That's right. You I know mean, what? You, you know, they play hockey, so. That's true. They they, they play it pretty darn well, too. That's so what I hear. Uh, our um, 1980s U.S. was showing. But anyway. Yeah, really. <laughs> but as Gary was saying, the movie Deadpool, it's, it is rated R. <laughs> Sorry, it's not a pirate movie. I don't know why I did that. Personally, uh, I think that's a very generous rating. <laughs> Let's just say that if we were an NHL game, to use this analogy, that the refs would, quote, let them play. Mm-hmm. And it's not a movie to watch with a lady unless she and I'm not being sexist here. Don't please don't get me. The, don't get me. Take me the wrong way. But uh, un- unless she has a really big sense of humor and already knows you very well and has a high opinion of you beforehand. Mm-hmm. Because as Gary was joking that it came out on Valentine's Day being a date movie. Yeah. If that's the first time you're going out with that girl or she's going out with a guy and that's the first movie you guys see and maybe she's a little conservative or whatever the case is, it's not going to bode very well. The beginning (laughs) could be a little awkward or depending on what you're into. You know what? I'm going to stop that thought right there. Yes. Right. We're, we're, it's this, we consider this a G-rated podcast, so we want to <laughs> yeah. keep it that way. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I wouldn't watch the movie with your parents mm-hmm. either, and definitely not any children under the age of 21. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't remember if I told this story on the podcast or not, but when I went to see Deadpool with, uh, with my wife, entering the theater, it was like opening weekend or, or maybe the weekend after. I don't remember exactly, but it was not long after the movie opened. Uh, it was middle of the day or 
getting towards evening maybe but so we were going into the theater as we were going into the theater walking out of the theater was a like a middle-aged guy who i assume was a father and a little girl in full deadpool costume mask swords everything who was probably i mean i couldn't see her face because she was wearing a mask but she probably wasn't more than 10 or so so uh like it was just i you know having heard things about the movie even before i saw it i thought that was probably a bad idea not to judge anyone's parenting but you know after having seen the movie i can't imagine what was going through that guy's head no because if you're familiar with the comic it it was really true to form the movie because Mm -hmm. the comic it, it has it's they call it dark comedy, mm-hmm. I think is the best term for it. And they really take it to a whole other level. And the idea of the character, it's a really sarcastic character. He yeah. breaks the fourth wall, if you're familiar with that term, that he actually talks to the audience. Or, or if you read in the comic, mm-hmm. he, he speaks to the reader instead of just diving into the world and pretending that it exists and you're following along and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But I agree. It's it's very advanced and um, a lot of things that I don't think a 10 year old boy or girl should see. Mm-hmm. But um, if she's that uh, mature and, and understands that it's all fake, and <laughs> uh-uh. hopefully there aren't real life people like that. In hopefully doing she's not things. in therapy. <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, hey, like like you said, uh, Gary and his wife are wonderful parents and, and excellent examples of what to do in bringing up a wonderful beautiful child so i'd take gary's word on that okay (laughs) so there you go but uh speaking of game misconduct yes we were promoting this too quite a bit more than the 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 bar itself apparently yes of red hook but uh brad set up on our facebook page and on the liq website a link to the rocky sullivan's tournament the bi uh annual now there's one in April and one in October, mm-hmm. uh, the deck hockey tournament, which is labeled hockey at Rockies. And we did speak in depth of the April tournament, which we did participate in and such. But the October one came along on October 22nd. And a lot of us were preparing for it and practicing for it and really looking forward to playing, especially the fact that the LIQ couldn't get together for whatever multiple reasons, because that always seems to be the case before going into a tournament when we should practice and get our legs beneath us. Mm-hmm. But hey, whatever. But uh, Mother Nature stepped in and, and kind of torpedoed the whole thing. But I do take full responsibility for telling everybody not to show up because from the LIQ, a lot of us are coming from far off on Long Island and, and deeper parts of Queens and such. So to get to Brooklyn, it's a real pain in the neck. And the weather was horrible. It couldn't have been any worse. Well, it could have been. Uh, it did let up raining a little bit, but it was overcast the night before it had rained. It was really wet to begin with. It was really windy and cold. Much like the conditions back in April, which Gary and I participated and a couple of other of our friends did as well in the LIQ. But uh, as I was saying last time, I was whining about it an awful lot and uh, the (laughs) rain didn't let up and uh, some of us got sick, namely me. So didn't want to go through that again. So I do take full responsibility for torpedoing the LIQ from showing up in the October tournament. Well, I appreciate you taking that on yourself, James, but you really don't have to. We're all big boys and we can make our own decisions. And even that notwithstanding before you went out and said uh i'm not playing there were a couple of other guys who were like yeah i don't i'm not coming out today so 
you know, I appreciate your wanting to take the blame for that. But really, I think it was more or less a group decision. Yeah. And then we, we didn't take that lightly either, because, again, we were really looking forward to it. And, and some of us were able to practice a little bit more than others and get together. I wanted to debut the new stick that Gary put together for me so brilliantly. <laughs> and uh, you could check out our uh, YouTube. our YouTube page. Thank yep. you for what we're talking about there. So uh, it was really extremely disappointing, to say the least. But just yep. need to that. Th- yeah. No, no, I was just going to say it is a shame because this was going to be the last Rocky Sullivan's tournament in their current location because they are being forced to move. Now, fortunately, I understand they were able to secure a location just down the block from their current location, but I don't know how long it's going to take to get the new bar set up. So I don't know when the next tournament is going to be, you know, and even if it's up pretty quick, it's not... Even if it has the same name, it's not going to be the same bar. So I think, uh, in a way, this tournament probably was kind of special. So it, it is unfortunate that even if they played, and, and actually James and I don't know if they were played because nobody we know went because of the weather, and they have not been very good about updating their media, their social media uh, and websites with any information about it. So... Uh, you know, it's it's like uh, Schrodinger's tournament. They exist in a perpetual state of having played or not played. So uh, we, we don't know what happened that day. But um, assuming even if they did play, I'm sure a lot of people were in the same boat as us and didn't show up because of the weather. So uh, it probably wasn't as great a tournament as it could have been if it happened, which we don't know if it happened. Exactly right. And, and, and in that line, if you did participate in the tournament, please let us know on our Facebook page. We'd appreciate it. We'd like to know if, if was it played and how many people showed up and if it was good competition. Exactly. Yeah. Because even people like myself coming from Brooklyn didn't even go. So yeah, if, if you have any information on that, we'd appreciate it just to let us know on our Facebook page. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, just want to, again, thank Brad for very generously setting up a Facebook page so that all of us could stay on the pun intended same page and know if some of us were going to play or if some of us couldn't play or if all of us weren't going to go. So it was kind of like a three musketeers thing. We were all going to go together or not. So Uh that made things a lot easier because especially when you're watching the weather, you could play it by ear. And if you need to start making phone calls, you're going to miss one or two people, especially people relying on others for rides and things, which is just really completely not fair. Mm -hmm. If someone thinks you're going to show up and you don't, that, like Gary says, that's being that guy. Okay, so that that's really bad. Or if you have someone coming from Manhattan, like, uh, say, Brett. Yeah, exactly. Right. And forcing anybody to use the subway is not fair, period. So especially going somewhere that would... God, I don't know what that commute is like on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So good. So thank you, Brad, for making our lives is a little bit easier, a lot of bit easier, and saving us from showing up there and not having a teammate to be seen. So hey, uh, way to go there, Brady. That's uh, some uh, good uh, team captaining there. Yeah, and again, like Gary was saying too, we were looking forward to not only playing in the tournament, but uh, Gary even designed these really awesome hit the deck stickers that we wanted to hand out to all the people at the tournament because at least in the April one, that's how we met the Snipe Town guys and a couple mm-hmm. of other people from other hockey-related venues were there. So it would have been cool just to hand out those really awesome stickers to people and hopefully get another listener or two or just say thank you for listening. So so I guess we'll have to catch you next time. So Absolutely. if you're 
If you're on the hunt for one of those hot hit the deck stickers that you're seeing all over the place, just, you know, hit us up and uh, maybe we can arrange something. Yeah, definitely. And, and like Gary said, which I love, like, don't be a vandal. <laughs> you're not a stickers. <laughs> yeah, <or> really. <laughs> Like, don't put it on where it says post no bills and things like that. You know, we're not we're not like again, we're a G rated Mm -hmm. podcast. okay? so don't like slap it on the side of a bus or, you know, put it on somebody's business or something. Just whatever. Just use it for your own personal enjoyment. Exactly. Like a notebook or something. Yeah. Come on. on. Don't be that guy. (laughs) You you listen to the podcast. You know, you know. Very good. All right. So, uh, you know. I don't have a segue here. Halloween! <laughs> Come on, that was great. Happy Huckyween! Seamless. <laughs> yeah, clearly. It's like, oh, I didn't even notice that they transitioned from one segment to the next. It was like, like butter. That was a, that was a cross-eyes pass right on the tape, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so Halloween is upon us. Or at least it will be in scant few days. So fortunately, I know, I know you're racking your brain as to what kind of costume you can come up with. What last minute costume can you pull together for Halloween, which is on Monday, this coming Monday, like what's today, Friday when this drops, like three days from now, Monday, you know what Monday is. So it's it's not just about giving out candy or getting candy. It's about cool costumes. And we have the hookup for you. Don't we, James? Yes, we do indeed, sir. So uh, we have some good ideas. And uh, Gary and I came up with, with ideas of our, on our own. Um, and personally for me, I just wanted to check the internet to see if they were already taken. Because we do our homework and we don't like to step on toes or whatnot. So the internet is full of very clever, brilliant hockey fans. So we kind of narrowed down our favorite uh, costume ideas that you can pull off. You could probably get stuck paying extra shipping Mm. if you order these things online. But all of these are available in costume stores, I'd imagine, and even toy stores like Toys R Us and such. But uh, eBay and Amazon, and if you could... Google or Skype or I'm not Skype. If you could Google or whatever search engine, these things, you can find them on the internet. And um, a lot of this get stuff you can make money. yourself too. That exactly right too. So, uh, these are doable. So that was what we also had in mind as well is that we put the hockey spin on it and something that if you, if you needed to, if you couldn't, if you're racking your brain, you just mm-hmm. couldn't think of something. Here you go. So Gary and I have you covered. Yep. And if you wouldn't mind leading things off, Mr. Mac, Well, hot on the heels of the second, I feel weird calling it the second because it's not the second, but it's the second in this series, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which came out over the summer and featured famous hockey mask wearing vigilante Casey Jones. Um, You could be Casey Jones, which is why I brought that up. You see, you see how seamlessly I, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just all about the transitions tonight. Oh, goodness. So, um. Again, the thing with Casey Jones, he wears a hockey mask and he attacks people with sports equipment. So um, there's a few different interpretations of the Casey Jones character, but they're all basic variants on your classic uh, white hockey mask with uh, kind of, you know, the holes in it and the, the what have you. Basically different shapes of that. 
And uh, so if you can get your hands on one of those, you, uh, I mean, you know, the I think I grew up at least watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon, but I also have a, a warm place in my heart for the uh, the movie, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, not the Michael Bay one that came out a few years ago. Or I guess if we're talking about Casey Jones, the one that just came out this summer, which I haven't seen. I'm talking about the one from the 90s, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action movie uh, with guys in suits, like rubber suits, not, you know, like zoot suits or, you know, fancy. (laughs) It wasn't a fancy dress movie. It was uh, what am I talking about? Casey Jones Uh, guy with but he's got like a you know, he's a vigilante, but he's not. He's not one of these guys that dresses up in in a sleek suit like Batman or Iron Man or something like that. He's uh, you know he's 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 a guy that dresses in some pants, uh, gray sweatpants and uh, white sneakers and uh, what? Well, um, actually, James, you wrote up the description for this. What's a gray Henley shirt? What's a Henley shirt? Like a Don Henley shirt? Like a a shirt that Don Henley wears? Is that what that is? <laughs> I, I I enjoy the Eagles. I love the Eagles. Why not? That that's definitely cool. All right, so if you can track down Don Henley, get one of his shirts. <laughs> that really. that might be a little expensive, so uh, <laughs> maybe just try and find a replica of Don Henley. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't object to wearing an Eagle shirt by any means. Okay. But but I think a, a Henley shirt that I was referring to. Yes. Yes. And again, I agree with you, Gary. I use the 1990 template of mm-hmm. Casey Jones. A Henley shirt. I think it's a long sleeve like sweatshirt with just uh, buttons on the top. So instead of being a full button down, there's just like a few buttons on the top in long sleeves. So okay. kind of like a sweatshirt, but merging a button down dress shirt with uh, with a sweatshirt. And over that, you can wear like a denim jacket. Exactly. And uh, so he, uh, Casey Jones, like I said, these, these a few different styles of masks. So, you know, whatever whatever suits your needs aesthetically and financially, you can kind of you're you can be flexible with that. And uh, he has kind of long, long black scraggly hair. So if you've got that cool, if not, I'm sure you can find a wig cheaply enough this time of year. And if not, then, you know, you can also do a crew cut. And uh, as far as your accessories, you will want some sporting equipment worthy of a beatdown, uh, like uh, a hockey stick. You, you know, you can if you want to get something cheap, you can get a, a Milek goalie stick, uh, which is not expensive at all, like ten or fifteen bucks. Or, or you can just get a regular forward stick, which you can probably get pretty cheaply as well. You, you can get a bat which uh, James suggests a wiffle ball bat, which I guess if you're going to be carrying it around, uh, that that's probably, you know, it's a costume. So you're not going to be actually fighting any crime with it. I'm assuming, you know, one assumes that you're not going to just become a vigilante full time, which look, no judgment. If, if that's your calling, that's fine. But we here at Hit the Deck do not encourage illegal activity. So uh, you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> and uh and, and a golf club so you know a, a golf club is another fine tool for bludgeoning the ne'er-do-wells uh in your particular neighborhood so you know just something to consider it could be a plastic one too yep yeah, yep sure yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. like uh, one of those little fisher price kind exactly, of fashion yes. uh, plastic yep, yep yep there you go okay great 
Nice. And preferably, if you can find a golf bag of some sort to keep all this in that's not too heavy and, and you know, isn't like fancy, something just old and beat up that you can put some stuff in, that is also, uh, you know, that that's what he carried his gear around in, uh, a golf bag slung across his back. Uh, Casey Jones. Exactly right. And uh, if you're familiar with golf, it's kind of like a practice golf bag, so it's really small. It's not like those, like Gary said, not those big bulky. Mm-hmm. But don't look at the PGA either. Not, not, not those bags. Those <laughs> Casey things. Jones didn't have a caddy. No, yeah, you, you could all around his stuff. You could fit a small family in those things, but for the practice golf bag, it's like usually made of vinyl, and you could. It's just designed for a couple of clubs to be put in there, so it would be perfect for your Milex stick, your wiffle ball bat, and your plastic golf club. Uh, if you're going to be holding on to one of those while you're trick-or-treating, but you figure that if, if you are trick-or-treating that you'd need a bag to keep your loot in too, so you're going to need a free hand at, at that. But Gary, I'm just curious, would you recommend the – well, I, I think I know the answer to this, but explain why a goalie stick would be a lot better option than a forward stick if indeed you are a vigilante and you want to do the most damage to – the bad guys. Well, actually, James, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, oh. I, I, don't, I think it's down to personal preference and, and style, frankly, because uh, a goalie stick has a much thicker blade, uh, a much larger blade. So you can, um, you know, you can, I guess, get more coverage and, and uh, hit people possibly uh, with a larger area if you are, in fact, assaulting someone. And it's also designed to be held with one hand. So, you know, I guess the the balance point is uh, it's shorter. So if you're going to be wielding it one handed, then you're going to have the advantage with a goalie stick. However, if you're more of a two handed swinger, the, the, the goalie stick isn't very good in terms of being able to move it around. I guess it's not very agile is what I'm trying to say. I think a forward stick is a lot more aerodynamic. And if you're really going for like a swing, then you're probably going to want to use a forward stick or a defenseman stick just because that's, you know, it, it it's meant to be shot with that kind of uh, that motion, you know, that kind of ha- swinging ish motion. So that that's what it's designed for. Plus, you know, I don't know who you are theoretically going to be beating up with this stick. But uh, if you're somebody who needs a long reach, obviously uh, a forward stick is going to be longer than your typical goalie stick, and you can you can get more distance with that if you're going to be a vigilante, which, uh, again, James and I do not recommend. No, excellent. Uh, that, that's a wonderful scouting report on that and much appreciated. But again, exactly. We're just talking about characters. We're pretending it's Halloween. So hopefully you won't come across Bebop or Rocksteady or The Foot and you don't need to put any of this stuff into real life action. By the way, before we move on from Casey Jones, I, there's just one more thing I want to point out. Um, mm-hmm. So in the Michael Bay movie that came out over the summer, Casey Jones was played by Stephen Amell, who is, uh, I guess popularly known currently as playing the green arrow on tv on on tv's arrow another costumed vigilante but uh so in a a recent episode of arrow he is he's mentoring another vigilante who wears a hockey mask and uh so he he makes the comment at one point that he really likes the hockey mask (laughs) 
Nice. So uh, it was just a nice little nod to the character that he played uh, over the summer in, in the Turtles movie. So, you know, Casey Jones, everybody. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, just speaking of the mask, as Jim Carrey and I are, are fans of uh, the Ninja Turtles, yes, especially right. since we grew up on the late 80s and early 90s version, and they have come across uh, reincarnations with modern cartoons and, mm-hmm. like Gary said, the modern movies. So there are different styles, slightly different styles to the the Casey Jones masks. But for the older one, it was a distinct-looking mask, so it was really specific-looking. Mm-hmm. The modern version, which we've seen, and the prices online range from as low as $30 to about 100 depending on the detail and such. So if you want to stick with the 1990 version, that could run you a little bit higher. If you want the modern version, which I'm assuming is from the cartoon, it, mm. it looks like a regular old-style goalie mask with a skull painted over it, you know, like the black eyes and the yeah. teeth. That, that might be from the movie. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Okay, yeah. And, you know, Gary and I are showing our age a little bit, but um, I <laughs> think that's a good thing, though. It would kind of be weird to go see the Ninja Turtles movie. Kind of like the opposite of the Deadpool thing. But anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know how many people have ever actually used uh, the phrase good thing and the Ninja Turtles movie in the same sentence, at least regarding the Michael Bay versions. There you go. But uh, yeah, you're right. Um, the kind of classic Casey Jones mask is much more squared off and kind of angular. So yeah. it does have a very distinct style. But again, if you're on a budget, then I think you can get away with just a regular hockey mask, uh, a regular, you know, white kind of classic hockey mask. Yeah. As a matter of fact, a few years ago, I was in Rite Aid or CVS or one of those Dwayne Reed places, mm-hmm. and they have a little section of last second uh, hockey, hol- I mean, excuse me, Halloween costumes mm-hmm. that you may grab. And they sure. always have a generic, really thin plastic goalie mask just for if you want to play this guy, Jason Voorhees. So Another why Gary, I'm curious. Why do horror movies love goalie masks so much? What's the what's the what's that all about? Uh, if you want an honest analyzation, I think is that even a word? Analyzation, analysis, skeletorial. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think. Uh, I think it probably has to do with the fact that um, the hockey mask has eye holes and some, you know, kind of some features of the human face, but it's also mostly hidden and, and just kind of expressionless. So it gives the sense of a, you know, a humanoid face, but it also, I think there's a sense of terror with the fact that it's completely unreadable and completely like stoic looking. So I, I suspect there's just something psychologically that uh, is very intimidating about that kind of mask that lends it to that genre. Well said, as a matter of fact, uh, as Gary was explaining that so beautifully, uh, when we had Mike, on a, a bunch of hit the decks ago, he, we mm-hmm. mentioned his evolution of his mask, and one of them that he does own is a blacked out old style goalie mask along those lines of Jason Voorhees and Casey Jones, and it is very intimidating. So that's a, I agree with that. That yeah. makes sense. As I told Mike, uh, that mask is freaking terrifying. So. It, yeah. uh, <laughs> You know, if he ever wants to bust that out, the downside is that since Mike wears glasses, he can't actually see when he wears the mask. So, you know, that's a bit of a disadvantage for a goalie. Well, maybe that evens things out a little bit if we're all 
terrified and <laughs> not going near him. So, uh -huh. but uh, getting back to the, the to the Jason mask of the Friday to the Thirteenth fame, mm -hmm. you can buy again. The mask is key, just like for uh, for Casey Jones. You can buy a really great looking Jason mask along with a torn jacket and messy looking shirt thing online for about thirty bucks, all told. But you're on your own for the fake machete and the jeans and the boots. So, you, yeah. All right. But the, the mask, you got it. So, it's, it's you know, pretty. there is some crossover between the Jason costume and the uh, Casey Jones costume. So if you've got a couple of parties to go to and you want to change things up a little bit, then, you know, you're halfway to another costume. Excellent point. That's very true. So another scary threesome in terms of hockey and Halloween. Didn't and we say I, this was a G-rated podcast? Pardon me? I yeah. said, didn't we say this is a G-rated podcast? We did. We did. All right. So, um, two minutes for me. <laughs> anyway, moving uh, on. <laughs> I think every hockey fan is familiar with the Hansons of, um, geez, I'm, uh, the Slap Charleston shot? Chiefs. Thank you. The movie Slapshot. <laughs> We're all familiar with this. Uh, anyway, well, thank you, Gary. Great <laughs> save again. I appreciate it. That's fine. <laughs> the Hansons from the movie Slapshot. Yes. Um, they are a distinctive looking bunch, so the important parts for this costume would be the black glasses, and you don't need real glasses. You can get fake ones with no lenses, if need be. Uh, like we said before, the long black hair. If you are blessed with long black hair, mm -hmm. I'm very jealous of you. If not, like Gary said, you could probably find a, a good wig out there in a uh, Halloween shop or something. Don't forget the foil for your knuckles. That's very important for the Hansons. And the Chiefs jersey itself are all key. Yeah. And if some reason, if for some reason you're not familiar with the Hansons and the movie Slapshot, think Garth from Wayne's World, but meaner. Perfect. That's, wow, excellent analogy. Mm. So, uh, and, and yeah, and if you don't want to splurge on the jersey and the hockey pants and, and such, you can opt for the Hanson t-shirts. Still with the fake plastic glasses and the long black wig, if need be, you could buy all of those things online for under 50 bucks. Not sure about shipping, especially if you need it quickly, mm -hmm. but you know, whatever your budget may be. The jerseys are, I've seen a few in person at hockey games and things, and they're, they're pretty good quality jerseys uh, along the lines of the old CCM style of the old official mm -hmm. NHL jerseys and such. Uh, they could run you for about 150 bucks. Just make sure you buy it from a legitimate website because there could be some fakies out there. Mm. But the Hanson brothers, they uh, in the movie, they're, they're brothers and Jack, Steve, and Jeff. And they're numbered 16, 17, and 18, and they do not have their names on the back of their jerseys. So just uh, keep that in mind. But if you are a Slapshot fan and a hockey fan, you already know that. So. And this is not to be confused with the band Hanson, which, uh, I mean, you're also welcome to dress up as. Uh, frankly, I think anyone dressing up as the band Hanson in 2016, that, that's pretty scary, frankly, um, all on its own. Uh, the downside is that it has nothing to do with hockey. Um, but the upside is, at this point, you could probably get some facsimile of Hanson pretty cheap uh, on eBay, you know, because nobody wants to dress like that, so... Uh, I, I assume there's a surplus somewhere of something. So, uh, you know, mm, mm, bop or whatever. I don't Exactly. I don't just, know. Just, I don't know. Move, just move on. Move on. Forget it. Okay. All right. Good. So uh, from there, as Gary and I were saying, there are many great uh, ho hockey fans are just really very intelligent and a creative bunch. Mm -hmm. 
and not, to pat, have, not to pat ourselves on the back too much, but uh, no, no, no. But um, they have posted many a picture. You can Google these things or whatever search engine you use and go to images and type in hockey Halloween mm-hmm. or something like that or hockey Halloween costumes and mm-hmm. it will come up with a plethora of great original ideas. So Gary and I narrowed them down besides the superstars of hockey Halloween characters which we just went through being uh, Casey Jones, Jason Voorhees, and the Hanson brothers. Yeah, but, and uh, uh, just just a quick aside, if you dress up as Sidney Crosby for Halloween, we have a problem. You and me have a problem. Just just be aware of that. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, you've been warned, okay? So there you go. <laughs> Don't uh, anger the rhino. No, 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 no. And especially a penguin stands no chance. So anyhow, one other thing that you could do is go as the greatest trophy in the history of sports. The golden rhino head. The second greatest. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. That's not actually a trophy. Yeah. Yet. Uh, well, not yet, not yet. But um, Lord Stanley Cup. Yes, Lord Stanley's Cup. Very clever and very original. I've seen, the, the coolest thing I've seen is, uh, in general, and it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl, it could go either way, but uh, the coolest thing I saw, if you're a couple, that uh, the guy dressed up as a hockey player and his girlfriend or wife went as the Stanley Cup, and it was really cool looking and cute <laughs> and adorable, and if you're a guy, you love the Stanley Cup anyway, so it might as well be your favorite girl dressed up as Lord Stanley Cup, and vice versa, if you're a female hockey fan and Get your favorite guy in the in the Stanley Cup. Just make sure nobody picks him up and tries to drink out of him or whatever. But uh, um, although yeah. I will say, if that is your costume of choice, I would get on that working on that right now because engraving yeah. all the names is going to take you a little while. <laughs> yeah, that's excellent points. You but, know, just so it's a little fine detail work there. So you should probably get going on that. Definitely, definitely, yeah. So, uh, but it, it looks like various materials that people have used. You could go with aluminum foil, mm-hmm. or it looks like uh, like Gary's definitely the more cre- much, much, much more creative of the two of us. So it looks like they have some kind of um, silver material that you could wrap around, and I don't know some kind of um, you know wire what, uh, or, like uh, I don't know if they make them large enough diameter, but something like uh, you know the dryer exhaust tubes that they have. Something like that would probably make for a good material for a Stanley Cup, if you can get it wide enough. True. And um, I think it looked like duct tape, too, along that kind of... got to have duct tape. Come on. Well, yeah. Either way. But uh, so definitely, I agree. It's like cowbell. You know, you got to have more duct tape. No question about that. Another clever thing we've seen is people dressed up as a hockey puck. Now, Mm -hmm. you, you may think that may be a little bit difficult, but... Um, no, no, I've seen it at Ranger games. It, it's yeah. uh, they, they do. <laughs> yeah, well, it is hard yeah. to get around. However, it's, it's true, and you could go if you want to go nostalgic with the old style NHL logo on it, mm-hmm. or if you want to go with the modern day one. But that's your choice. And something that we did not see, but since we're a deck hockey podcast, go as a deck hockey ball. That, that that's doable too. So yeah. big orange ball and uh, just make sure you don't run into somebody dressed up as Casey Jones in case he <laughs> try and hit you. So <laughs> plus the benefit to dressing up as a giant ball is if you run into somebody dressed as Indiana Jones, you can just <laughs> uh, you can reenact one of the most famous movie scenes in history. <laughs> oh, please. That, I, that's great. <laughs> if you pull that off, please send that to us. We'd love to see that. that that's awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. 
if you do that, we'll give you a whole pile of free stickers and whatever else yeah, you want. Uh, that, that, uh-huh. that's, that's great. <laughs> Another clever costume we found was a blind referee. Also known as a referee. There you go. Yeah, pardon the redundance. But <laughs> the cool thing is that you could, yeah, you could get a, a referee sweatshirt anywhere with the zebra stripes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've seen various takes on this with people wearing the black sunglasses and having the, the, the stick to poke around with. And we're not making fun of blind people here by any means. So, uh, you know, to just take that for uh, for what it's worth. But um, making fun of referees is always that's you never get penalized for that. So, yeah, it's, that's low hanging fruit. There you go. And uh, another thing is zombies are pretty popular nowadays. I mean, just look at this year's presidential election race. But um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, anyway, there are posts online of young ladies. I've, I think there are a couple of guys, too, I've come across, too, mm-hmm. who've posted their pictures who appear to have hockey pucks embedded in their heads. And they have very pale complexion and blood as if they were killed by that hockey puck. Nice. Um, very. Yeah. Very, very clever. No coincidence that one picture I saw, the, the girl is wearing a Capitals jersey and another girl is wearing a Flyers jersey. Maybe they aren't costumes after all, actually. Hi-oh! <laughs> please, please send complaints to Dave Ajayzi at ditheheck.com. Uh-huh. Everybody that was just offended by that, okay? So there you go. Um, and, and winding things down in the great ideas for hockey related halloween costumes before we wind up uh b- before sure. we finish off i just uh i had another idea that you could dress up as rod hockey oh yeah that'd be oh very cool uh of course uh, our old friend rod hockey the uh the rod hockey player so you could just dress up as a hockey player but with a metal pole <laughs> sticking out of your back or whatever yeah, I, I got to ask Patrick if he still has that, that Rod Hockey set, but mm-hmm. his referred to as Guy Smiley because every player was it was a one-dimensional one cutout of hockey players, and they all had smiles on their faces. And uh, just to, to pull it all together, I actually had, as we discussed in a previous podcast, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Rod Hockey playset, which included Casey Jones as one of the players. So uh, it all comes full circle. Well done, man. Beautiful. And and please, round us out with the, the great idea. Will do. Uh, we mentioned it before, and we'll mention it again. A Zamboni. Who doesn't it's, like a Zamboni? Seriously. Uh, right. And uh, seriously, you know, if you or someone you know has to use a wheelchair, here's a friendly reminder that you have just as much right as anybody else to have as much fun as you possibly can. So God bless you and your excellent attitudes out there, by the way. If, if you are in a wheelchair, if you know somebody who is... But the very clever, great parents out there and siblings, Hmm. instead of just not including these people, they not only included them with open arms, but gave them the best costume in the world. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. So it's a great example of uh, positive life and and how special these people are, that uh, they have a harder road to go down than most of us. So having that creativity and sense of humor and um great wonderful attitude you go as a zamboni that, that's that's so cool you just everybody's going to notice you and hockey fans will flock to you instantaneously mm-hmm. and instinctively so and you're going to have a lot of room to keep your uh, goodies in too so that that's another benefit so just be careful that little kids don't want rides because uh that's been known to happen 
Right. And uh, if that little girl who's dressed up as Deadpool comes around and wants to drive you, <laughs> that may be a problem, too. But yeah, hey, seriously. You know, yeah. So there you go. So uh, have a happy Halloween out there. Everybody be safe and enjoy. And hopefully Gary and I helped you out and uh, bailed you out if you were stuck with an idea. Yes, sir. Last minute remaining in the podcast. All right. So another successful, well, your mileage may vary. Another successful podcast here on the Hit the Deck, the Hit the Deck show. This, what, 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 since what is this the Hit the Deck show? What is wrong with me, James? Anyway, thank you for uh, enjoying, knock on wood, another Hit the Deck and sitting here with James and I and uh, hanging with us. And I don't know why I'm going whatever anyway um we appreciate you listening to us we hope you enjoyed we hope you have a very happy and safe halloween and obviously a week filled with deck hockey as is always our wish because you know what could be better but before we officially end the uh, the podcast just want to speaking of our wonderful great beautiful fans out there and listeners and loyal listeners at that one particular special one by the name of Sue, uh, celebrated a birthday recently, so very happy birthday to you. Hope you had a great one. <clears throat> happy birthday to Sue. Happy birthday to Sue. Happy birthday, dear listener. Happy birthday to Sue. All right. Yeah. So anyway, happy birthday. If you are not named Sue and you have also had a recent birthday, happy birthday to you, too. Um, And if you don't have a birthday anytime in the near time to now, um, get off the birthday bandwagon, man. You got your time. (laughs) Stop trying to horn in all the birthday action. This isn't for you. Okay. It's not all about you, honestly. (laughs) Some people. Anyway, um, please uh, be sure to send all your complaints. Aside from David Jay-Z, please be sure to to direct any of your correspondence to us here at hitthedeck at gmail.com or drop us a line on Twitter at hitthedeckpod and the other usual suspects, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, etc. Please, if you have not already done so, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher because... That's the way that you can be sure to get a steady diet of this sweet, sweet hit-the-deck action. We'd, of course, like to thank Pops for being the voice of the podcast, Anthony Sajazi for music used in the podcast, the LIQ for our delightful sound effects that we use here in the podcast. James, anything you want to add? Can't follow that up. That was brilliant. All right. Well, so, as I mentioned earlier, it is worth repeating that... This Monday is Halloween, and everybody, we want to have a safe, sound, happy, and fun holiday. So please, I implore you, on Monday, as with every other day, remember, it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. Um, the... There's a zingao. I have nothing.